What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning. morning. Yay, we made it to another day. Okay, I want to share that reminds me of a stand-up comedy by, this is a really old one, by a, a gentleman named Nick Swartzen. And this is a message on your problems are not problems. Your problems are inconveniences, which is something that we've said before, but I'm going to share this stand-up piece because it made me think of it when I said, yay, we made it to another day. He talks about how our problems are not problems, but grandma's problems are problems because we say, oh, I had such a bad day. It rained. The Patriots lost. What a terrible day. Oh. And he's like, my grandma's problems are like, I'm like, how are you doing, grandma? And she goes, well, I woke up again and another one of my friends died. And those are problems. So we're grateful to be alive today because it is a gift to wake up. Yes, we are. So glad you're here. Who's grateful to be alive today? Raise up your cup and cheers to that. Why are we grateful to be alive? The first thing that came to my mind is because literally we get to be here with you. And that was a fun thought to share. Well, I'm grateful to be alive because today's another opportunity for me to get closer to where I'm going. Which is making an impact. Yes. That's it. Yes. We're one step closer towards making an impact on millions of lives. Why are you grateful to be alive today? This is actually a great lesson. There's two types of people in the world. There is like the happy, cheerful one. Then there's like the miserable ones. And I was just thinking about it. I'm like, people who are happy and cheerful and grateful, right? Like the kind of people that, you know, when you see them, you're kind of like, what drug are they on? Like, it's... Why are they always so happy? You could hate them because you're like, I'm just not sure. Or you could just love them because you're like, oh my God, their energy is fire. Like, I want to be around them. But it's the like, why are they so happy kind of Right, 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 right. But people like that are like that because for one, they're clear on what they want out of life and they're working on it. I would even say it just comes down to attitude and mindset. Right. Because everybody can experience shit storms of life, but it comes down to then like, how do you respond? And that's like the mentality. But yes, when you're focused on a goal and you have somewhere to go, you have purpose. Yep. Right. Purpose. So like you're living for a reason. You're not just taking up fucking space. Yep. Somebody's going to be like, that was mean. It's true. If you are sitting on the couch, not making any kind of difference in the world, you're taking up space. Yeah. And it can be the smallest thing. Like I made somebody's day today or like, you know, whatever, but it's the effort. It's just effort in life. Yeah. And then we get depressed when we don't have something that we're working towards. Okay. Again, we go, 
not on the topic that we said we were going to talk about. But yeah, we- so today is, you know, relationship topics and we are in our, you know, part series of things that you need to talk about with your current significant other. We're on part 19 of four. Yes. Because that's how we roll. I think officially we're like on part four, four, five or six. I don't know. Four, five but- or six of what was supposed to be like three, right? Yeah, we were going to do two per day, but we were like, you know what? We're telling, we're sharing with you guys too many stories. This is taking not too many. Are we sharing too many stories? Like not too many, but like we're sharing stories. It's taking up more than planned more time. Okay. Okay. So today we're talking about, you know, the importance of talking with your current significant other about previous significant others. Dun, dun, dun. Who in here? Okay. Like, we see this in the movies all the time. It's like, let's say, like, the dude and the girl are, like, sitting down and having dinner. And then, like, the ex shows up. And, like, the guy, you know, like, he has a smile on his face or whatever. And then the woman's, like, basically, like, choking on her food. Like, who the fuck is that? And, like, like, another girl comes into the picture. There's a girl and a guy. And the ex-girlfriend comes in. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And if you're in the family and you're watching this, in it's the, even worse. In the lesbian community, <laughs> you times that anger by 10. So why um, do people get angry though? I know. I, know I think why. people, right, people get angry because the conversation about the previous relationship was not brought up. So I think, and I'm speaking again from my own experience, like on the receiving end, you feel as if, there is a lot that you haven't told me. So like, what else are you not telling me? We're thinking about this from two angles. So when they're having dinner and the ex rolls up and then the girl gets mad Mm -hmm. or whoever gets mad, you only would get upset if you're insecure in yourself. You'll only get upset if you're insecure in yourself. Yes. Like you could talk about whatever ex you want. Like I honestly, truly, this sounds really arrogant, but I'm just going to say it as least sugarcoated as possible. I know that if Sarit ever left, it would be her loss and I would be crushed. I would be absolutely crushed. So don't get me wrong, but I also know the same thing. If I left, I would be a freaking fool, right? Because neither of us will ever get any better. You can't even imagine better than what we have. And I truly wholeheartedly believe that. And I know that for myself, you know, just the values that we have as individual people, not even as a couple, but individual people, it's like, if you want to go cheat on me, or if you want to like have this thing with somebody else, fuck off. Like, fine. Like I'm not a number two. If you believe you are a number one, you will never get upset. You'll be like, well, you're lost. I'll move on. But you're going to be miserable because I'm probably the best that you'll get. This is a really good... And every single person, even if it's not the best that they will get, you need to believe that about yourself. And when you have that kind of confidence, man, like that is emotional freedom. Yeah. Yeah. For real. This message is for anybody who's kind of like in a, I don't know if you're in a three-way relationship or it's complicated. Like I'm not really (laughs) sure what's happening. We should have titled this three ways. I'm not really sure what's happening relationship or maybe the person is currently dating somebody, but they're talking to you. Like for one, here's the thing you guys. And I really hope that each and every one of you guys are like actually like 
living your life that way, but don't ever be a fucking number two. Don't ever be Because if you're a number two, you will forever be a number two. Number two, you know what number two is? It's a caca comes out your butt. Number two. Oh, you go to the bathroom, you go to number two? Mm. You're a number two? If you're okay. a number two, it doesn't matter what they say. Say number two again. <laughs> number two. <laughs> if you're a number two, I just imagine the poop emoji. If you're a number two, that means that you're not important enough in order to be a number one for somebody. Oof. And in life, that's just the reality of it. It could be complicated for a certain period of time, right? Like, I totally get it, right? Like, for one month, I had to be a number two. But I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I don't like being a number two. Like, I have such intense feelings for you. Like, I dropped the L word, like, real quick, because I'm like, why hide it? I love her. No, it wasn't like that with but, everybody. But here's but, the thing. Both of us knew. I right. knew, too. I was like, gosh, you're not a number two. You don't deserve this. And that's right. one of the reasons that I said, look, like, I can't just drag you along. Like, you don't deserve that. Right. You don't. Right. And at the same time, it's like, if you don't believe yourself to be number one to that person, if you don't believe you're worth them dropping everything to help you if you really are in trouble or you need help or you need something and you need them to be there. If you're not convinced that that person would do that, you're not their number one. Yeah. And you deserve to be number fucking one, but you have to believe that you'll work that first. So step one. Yeah. Now we can talk about exes because we believe we're number one and we won't get upset about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for one, like, don't ever be dragged into somebody else's relationship because if they're not making a sacrifice for you, then you're not important enough to them. Full stop and the story. Or if they don't have enough courage to make the change, then again, they don't deserve your time and energy either. But here's the thing. In life, you get what you tolerate. And the more shit you tolerate from other people, guess what? The more shit you're going to get. You're going to get the number two, yo. You're going to get number two, on. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, who's like, who will this conversation be really like practical for today? Well, for one, you know, anybody who is in a current relationship or if you are, you know, like, looking to get into a relationship, you know, when the right person shows up, then of course you want to use it as a tool to like set boundaries from the get go. If there is like, you know, like talk about other people that you've dated in the past, just so that they know, right? Because that way, like you set an expectation with regards to how the relationship ended for people who, you know, might be going through this and it is a sticky situation is any baby mama. Like, honestly, like if you have had a child with somebody, right, and currently they're dating somebody else, then you still have some kind of relationship with them. Mm -hmm. However, you have to set a very clear expectation of what that relationship like. No, I'm not a parent yet. Okay. However, from my own personal experience, you know, like what roles do you guys play in each other's life? Like, are you romantic partners or do you guys share the same child? Right. What does that look like? Because yeah, like I've heard about a lot of stories of people who had kids together and they're no longer, you know, dating one another, but every once in a while, like they keep on getting back together. I'm like, dude, what is your intention? Like, do you actually like want to be a family or do you not? 
I mean, you have to establish the relationship and some people, the reason they go back to one another is because when it's good, it's good. But when it's not, it's not worth it. But you can't have discipline enough to say, I'm not going to take the good if the bad isn't worth the good. And this topic is really actually about the importance of talking about your exes and past relationships. Because if they didn't last, it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. probably one of my favorite made-up words. And because there's so many of them, which is really unfortunate, but hopefully this show will help there be less relationships. Yeah. But you have to establish what the relationship is and let it be there. If you've gone back and forth with somebody, this is really good and totally not on today's topic, but if you've gone, oh, we've been off and on for however long, it's not going to work. Yep. Just let it go. Let it go. It's not going to work. If somebody because tells me that, then you're just scared of change, honestly. Unless the only way it will work is if something changes. Yep. Right? So it's like, if you get back with somebody that you broke up with or broke up with you and they want to get back or whatever, oh, I'm still in love with them. But like you broke up kind of, maybe nothing was established or you did. And then you end up back with them. Something now, something has to be communicated and how this time, this is how we're going to do it different. And if there's no communication on this is how we're going to do it different, you're going to get the same result. You're going to end up in the same spot. You're going to break up again. Maybe you'll get back together again. I don't know. Maybe it will happen multiple times. But the thing is that if you're going to get back with somebody that you separated from, you have to communicate and actually talk about what are we going to do different this time. Hmm. in an attempt to actually make it work. If you don't talk about that, you're not attempting to make it work. You're attempting to find the good times. Yep. You're attempting to hoping they will figure it out through your, you know, brainwaves, right? And let's face it, and this is not to shit on dudes because I think dudes are great in the sense that they just speak up, right? Women, they're like, mm, I'm going to try to be passive aggressive for as long as I can. I'm slam the dishwasher door because I'm upset. And when With, you ask me if I'm fine, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. But you know, like the reality is, is that you have to speak up. Don't expect for somebody to just like read your mind. And I feel like a lot of people do intend to do that. I want to talk about why it is important to talk about your exes. So talking about with your current significant other about your exes is like you writing down on a piece of paper all of your failures and what you've learned from them. Aha. Uh -huh. You need to fail. Like you need to fail with your relationships too because if you haven't had failing relationships, you won't know what you will want from your current relationship. Failure right? teaches you how to not do a relationship. Yes, 100%. So it's an incredible way to come together with your partner and actually establish like your core set of values. For one, each and every one of you guys should have like a core set of values. Those are basically like the things that you stand for and the things that kind of guide you with regards to how you lead your life, right? Like I'm going to give you an example, right? My ex was a smoker. My ex was an alcoholic. All my ex was not into working out. Like I learned through dating her how important it was for me to date somebody who was 
had the same lifestyle. Not just into fitness, but was living the way that I was living, right? I became so clear in my boundaries that I said, after I broke up with her and she's like, you're never going to find somebody better than me. I'm like, never again. I would love well, to meet her. Never again. <laughs> no, you really won't. But what I mean by that is I would love to walk by her and have her see. Yeah. Yeah. Never again. I told myself, I'm like, never again will I make that mistake. Right. Never again. Like if she wants to sleep in on a Saturday when I go to work out and you're giving me shit about it, that's it. It's done. Full stop. End of story. So then I was like, okay, like fit oh, wait, wait, it is. wait, can I go back though? That's actually, even though you found somebody better than her, she still thought you'll never find somebody better than me. That's actually a really amazing, like that is the confidence I'm talking about. Yeah. She was very confident. That's yeah. the confidence that I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 It's just, you know, our core values were different. Our core values were different and we just didn't agree on what mattered to me most. And I'm like, that's it. I can't. So then, you know, I dated a couple other girls, some of them for like six months, some of them for like a month, but like with every single failed, whatever, there was a lesson, right? So the next girl, she was like already established. She came from a really good home and honestly, she was a sweetheart. But the problem was, is that I was her first one and she had just found out that she was gay she knew she was gay but for the longest time she, like she didn't even want to act upon it and then you know i basically broke the seal but the problem was that she wasn't like she had a roommate she didn't want to tell her roommate she just no 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 it was a roommate he was like her best friend from like whatever they grew up together that would have been a non-negotiable, okay? So here's the thing. She wasn't courageous enough to come out. And it took me 19 years to come out. And the minute that I figured out that I was gay, right? My very first girl that I fell in love with, she went back into the closet. And my lesson was, you need to fucking come out in order to be authentic because otherwise you will never find true love, right? So and one of your core values then was authenticity. Yes. And she challenged me in a sense that she was really sweet. She was established, right? Like came from a good home. She was actually really into fitness. <laughs> so she filled in all these boxes, but then she did not fill in the authenticity box. And I hated that shit. Like I felt like our relationship was so shallow. No, because she was always like uncomfortable, right. you know, and she opened up slowly, but I'm like, what do you mean open up slowly? Just fucking be you. So then I told myself, like, unless somebody is like being themselves, right? Like never again will this happen, right? So then, you know, the next girl was a girl who was really into fitness. Like she looked super jacked had a really cool energy. She was completely herself. And so you see how we're like climbing up the ladder. It's like, okay, I learned from this one onto the next. Okay. Check, check, check. Uh Oh, nope. Onto the next check, 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 check. Uh Oh, she had like a really positive energy and you know, she was Italian. So like Italians and like, I'm an Israeli. So like, we're very bold in the sense that like, you know, we will be like, very authentic with one another and it'll be super cool. However, I've realized that like on a life goals thing, we're not vibing. Like she has stopped at fitness and that was it. And for me, I'm like, I have such a long way to go. And I just, 
didn't agree with that and i was like okay sex is super hot like she knows how to meal prep right like we work out together and she challenges me and it's super cool and you know like it's fun to be around her but i'm like man but it's only fun to be around her for 24 hours because i don't see myself living my best life with her right and then you know last week we were talking about the other one Oh. Who basically didn't take me yeah, seriously. Yeah, that had already got killed by Brandy and Mel and yeah. Julie. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it was amazing. Well, but I met her after you. like, And that's when I knew when I met Erin, she literally like filled in all the boxes, right? I'm like super fucking cool energy, like super authentic with herself. I saw that she had a ring. However, <laughs> she didn't fucking care. So like, it didn't matter. Like, you know... You were in a high position with whatever it is you were doing. So I'm like, she's totally goal driven and like everything was just perfect. But then, but I was a number two for like a month. So I'm like, okay, we can't do this. Right. You know, I was hoping to get her out of my system, but I was in love. So there's no way in hell that could happen. So I met this other girl, right. And that girl, you know, basically filled in all the boxes except for, personal life goals with a significant other you know i wouldn't say no respect obviously like i just wasn't a priority for her like for her building a relationship wasn't a priority so there was an imbalance right like our core values were very similar in the sense that she was very career oriented actually like in the same path that i was except like 15 years ahead of me but guess what Nobody's going to make a bigger impact than us. So it's going to be super cool (laughs) when they all go back and listen to this shit. But that's not the point. The point is, is that, you know, career lifestyle, you know, what she stood for and what she believed in. She was super authentic. She was out, right? Looks and whatnot. But, you know, relationship wise, like it obviously wasn't a priority. Like I was just a side piece that, you know, for a few weeks conveniently would come to her apartment. Right. And I was like, no, like it ain't about that life. So again, like I'm just not going to deal with that. Yeah. I'm not going to tolerate it, you know? And then, you know, thankfully like Aaron and I, we reunited because I knew with Aaron and that's, I even told like one of my closest friends, right? Like one of the dudes who like, had it not been for him, I wouldn't be here in front of you guys because he helped me to change my own life. But I told him like when we met in Miami, I was like, I met a girl and I'm in love. Like, I remember I texted that to him and he's like, whoa, you never say that shit. I'm like, I know. I'm like, she's the one. I knew that. Like, she hit every single box. But like, take any experience that you had with your exes as, like, take that failure as a lesson to, like, make it be a non-negotiable for the next one. Like I did, right? Like, all these relationships had to have come to me for a reason. They were all great girls by the end of the day. They were all great girls. However, by the way, my first lesson when I dated a dude was that dudes- I don't like dudes. I prefer (laughs) women. Yeah. But you know, take every single relationship as a lesson and don't like beat around the bush. Like when your intuition tells you something and something is not right, cut that shit. Like why do women just- Or investigate further. Yeah. Right? So- the reason I think that a lot of people are in either unhappy relationships or, I mean, we already talked about, 
you know, finding a relation, you don't find, you don't find a romantic relationship. Like it is brought to you because you become the right person. What I was saying is that a lot of reasons why people are in unhappy relationships is because it takes courage to break it. It takes courage to say to somebody, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. And, and it so, has nothing to do with them. I mean, it, I mean could be. it does, but it doesn't. It has to do with, I want to live my best life and you're not the best person to align with that. No. And guess what? If they're not the best person for you, you're also not the best person for them. So you're doing them a favor, but we think about, oh, I'm going to hurt their feelings because basically this is me saying, I don't want to be with you. So that would hurt somebody's feelings because if somebody said to me, I wouldn't want to be with you, my feelings would be hurt. Guess what? You have to do that to make it beneficial for both parties. If they're not the one, then you're also not the one. And you have to recognize that and you have to have courage to say, if something doesn't align, like what Sarit did is called reaching. There's reachers and there's settlers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people settle. Yeah. A lot of people settle because they don't have the courage to say, A, I don't want to be with you anymore or to work on themselves enough to feel like they are worth that number one spot to somebody else. Yeah. That is a self-worth issue. Mm -hmm. So there's two parts to it. Self-worth and courage to break ties with somebody. And there's good ways to do it. Look, like I had to annul a three-month marriage. <laughs> like that shit's not easy. And I can talk about it now and it's fine. But in that moment, I felt like I was in a tornado of diarrhea. But you handled it so well. Anyways, but it takes courage. It yeah, really takes right. courage to speak up for what you want and to stand for, I'm not going to take anything less. Yeah. I reached a point where I actually said, I will be fine being single for the rest of my life. If that means that I didn't find a person that fits every, that checks every box. Same. If you don't check every box, it's not worth it to me. No, nope. I would rather be single Nope. because I can always say yes to me. Yep. And if I don't have to worry about hurting somebody's feelings because you're sensitive or trying to justify why I want to work so hard or feel bad because I'm not spending enough time with you because I'm on a fucking mission. Like I don't have time for that. Yeah. And if you don't check the boxes, I'd rather be by myself. Right. And I really, truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe the universe needs us to be together Yeah. because we have millions of lives that we are going to change. Yeah. That's why we work so hard. That's why we put together all these challenges and programs and digital courses and one-on-one -on -one coaching and all of this is because we're going to make an impact and we would not have even a sliver of a chance of making the impact that we're going to make if it was just me or just Suri. It has to be both of us. Yeah. And one day you asked me, what's your biggest fear? And I said, losing you. And it's scary to lose a loved one, but I actually have, I'm actually not afraid because I truly believe that the universe needs us to be together for a very long time because we have some shit we need to do and it's going to take both of us. I want to help you guys to put things into perspective because I know that if you're dating someone and you're in an average relationship, you're a side piece, you're a number two, or you're just not really sure where you're at. Look. The average person in America lives to be, what, seven years old, though they're dead by 16. Just saying. Like, medications are keeping them alive, but they're not living. But, you know, time-wise, right, like, they're, like, 76 years old. 
right? There is, I just want to do the math for you guys. Like when you realize how precious life is, you start realizing how we really don't have time to wait. So if you live 76 years, that is 27,740 days. That's it. That's all you got. How many weekends is that? Like by 52 weeks? Yeah. 533 weekends. That's it for your whole life. That's it. Like life is so short, you guys. It's bonkers. And if you're unhealthy, right, then it's going to be way shorter than that. So knowing that life is so short and if you're being dragged down by caca, like you said, right, like you're wasting your precious time. And you deserve more than that. However, if you're not willing to make the change, then you don't deserve more than that. And that's why most people have average relationships. That's why most people live an unhappy life because they don't actually realize how short life is. They listen to what their parents told them. Most of them, their parents are extremely unhappy and probably divorced. They listen to what teachers in school told them when their teachers are fucking dumb. All they did was get a story. I'm not saying the teachers are dumb. I was just going to say, we're not saying teachers are dumb. I'm not saying that, but the school system is like stupid for the most part, right? It just provides structure for kids. What they teach is not life lessons right it's not life lessons right so i'm not calling out any teachers in fact thank you for what you do because in fact one of our coaches is also a teacher yeah in fact we are teachers as coaches we are and you know what she told us last night when i was training my coaches she's like oh yeah i don't get any of this kind of training for my school it's like you go to school you get a start and it's what you make of it no, like life is a constant like cycle of self-development. So if you're not constantly developing yourself, you're dying, right? And that's why so many people are depressed and so many people are anxious. It's like, no, dude, like nobody just told you that you can actually think for yourself that instead of listening to what your parents told you, to what society told you, you need to take the time to think for yourself. What do I want out of my life? What do I want to look like? How do I want to live my life? What do I deserve? And therefore they end up settling for an average life. But here's the thing. Life is short and life is precious and life is what you make of it. So what's Boogie's input? They're asking. Boogie, do you have anything to say? Yeah, it's Boogie life. Boogie. Yes, everybody. Um, I would like to say I'm actually in a three-way relationship you with are. Momos. Yes, you are. You really we are. are in a three-way relationship. Yes, we kiss are. each other. Yeah, all the time. So, you know, like, for example, them two, they anchor me. They anchor me each and every day and I feel so blessed and I feel so loved and it's beautiful and it's incredible because they give me the power to show up for you and for others each and every day when shit goes tough. Like if you guys would see the amount of times that we cry during the week, that we have hard <laughs> conversations, like it's crazy. This week has been really good. I don't think I've cried this Yesterday, week. like I had a lot of like... You um, were fiery in the yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a lot on my heart. But here's the thing. Like, life is too short. It's what you make out of it. Remember, if you're going to live to be 76 years old, you only have 533 weekends. Wouldn't you want to, like, make the most of it? That's it. In 533 weekends, you're going to be gone. I'm going to live to be triple digits. Yeah, we are. Why? Because we have a purpose and we take care of ourselves. We're going to be 101 minimum. Yeah. So... You know, if you're currently dating someone and, you know, like 
standards are just not the same, then, you know, you talked about the importance of you need to investigate further. You do need to investigate further just to see where they're at and also like to get an analysis of where they came from. Because chances are that if they don't think that way, they will probably never bring it up. Because again, like average society just doesn't fucking think that way. They don't talk that way. They don't operate that way. It takes communication. Yes. And then the next thing that you have to do is people need accountability. That's why we have coaches. That's why we're coaches for you guys, right? That's why if you don't have somebody holding you accountable, chances are is that you're a lot more likely to slip and fall because we need accountability. Set up by when, right? So if you're not, you know, telling someone, when are you planning on changing this? When are you going to do that? Then their problem ends up being your problem. And then you're dragging the problem, right? But remember this, like you ain't got no time. We ain't got no time. So the longer you drag it, the more you're telling the universe, I deserve less, Mm. right? And then that's why people get depressed. People get all this anti-anxiety medication because your intuition is telling you you're a fool if you stay in this situation. But you're like, "Uh, but I'm not sure what's going to happen next. You're going to be free, dude. It might be hard, but you're going to be free. Don't seek comfort. Seek freedom. Cool. Well, hey, if you enjoyed today's conversation and you feel like maybe somebody in your life that you currently call boo, though they're kind of like a side piece or whatever you know, needs to listen. Or if maybe your sister has been like back and forth in this terrible relationship. My little brother needs to listen to this. Yes, he does. Gosh. Then please do us a favor and share this conversation. Like it's going to hit home for them and it might be a little bit painful, but guess what? We speak the truth because that's what you need. You don't need to listen. Oh, honey, you're enough. Things are going to be okay. No, dude, that's what like average people talk about it's like we challenge you to live your best life because we know that you deserve it but you have to know that too because if you are not committed to living your best life then you deserve average and that's just the reality of it and you know we hope to inspire you to teach you to help you reach just like we had in order for you to make the most of it because time is limited it is so limited so what are you going to do with it today that's up to you you guys we will see you tomorrow have yourselves an incredible day and we hope you enjoyed today's conversation bye thank you for listening to espresso with erin and sari on your way out be sure to check out our website erinandsari.com to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review, wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Aaron and Sarit.